Welcome to the Fantasy Football Legends Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Stewie Stewart. I'm a ninth grader attending Cabell Midland High School, reading about the fantastic murder mystery, and then there were none. I'll talk about the story, background of characters, and my understanding of the story. The story begins with ten random people receiving an invite from a Mr. or Mrs. Owens, informing them that they have been invited to Soldier Island to work, relax, and or party. The invitees included Justice Wargrave, a retired judge, Vera Claythorne, a pretty young games mistress at a third-class school, Philip Lombard, a cocky racist sailor, Ethel and Thomas Rogers, who are both cooks and caretakers, Edward George Armstrong, a doctor, John Gordon MacArthur, a war general, Anthony Tony Marston, a young, rich, and fearless man, William Henry Bloor, an ex-police inspector, and Emily Brent, a retired and very religious woman, none expecting the troubles awaiting them. After all ten people accept their invites, a man who goes by Fred Naricott delivers them to Soldier Island. There, they went to their rooms and prepared for dinner. During dinner, they laughed and enjoyed the gray food until they heard the blaring recording that accused each person in the room of a murder. Almost the entirety of the people stated their recording to have false facts. They immediately started an investigation, and Justice Wargrave declared the fact of the letter sender to have an alias that is U-N-K-N-O-W-N, or unknown. After several minutes of chatter, Marston toasted to crime and choked on his own drink and died. Nine soldier boys are left. The entire lot was scared and traumatized many of the remaining islanders. After Mrs. Rogers had a rough night, including passing out, she took medication and went to sleep, but never woke up. This left eight people, with many doubting those deaths could be suicide. With the regret weighing on MacArthur, who had been accused of sending a man to death, he was mauled in the back of the head. Seven soldier boys are left. MacArthur wasn't the only one who was starting to reminisce on their past actions. Armstrong dreamed about a botched-up surgery while being under the influence, and Vera dreamed about Cyril, the boy she murdered. The next morning, Mr. Rogers is found with his head smashed with a large woodcutter. Then while everyone is distracted, Lombard's gun goes missing. Six soldier boys are left. During breakfast, Emily Brent is found stabbed with a syringe in her neck. The Islanders realize they are in serious trouble. Five soldier boys are left. With everyone suspicious of each other, they even spy on Vera making tea. Vera flustered caused a distraction by running to her room and screaming. And when the Islanders walk back down the stairs, Justice Wargrave has been shot by the missing revolver found in Lombard's room. Armstrong briefly views his body and declares him dead. Four soldier boys are left. Later that night, after everyone has went to their rooms, Bloor hears footsteps inside the house that go outside. He, with Lombard, form the conclusion that Armstrong is the killer. They go to look for him, and they never see him again. Three soldier boys are left. The next day, Lombard, Bloor, and Vera all congregate outside. Bloor decides to go in to find something to eat. As Vera and Lombard walk into the house to investigate where Bloor went, they find a huge marble clock in his head. Two soldier boys are left. As Vera and Lombard adventure outside, they both believe Armstrong is the killer until they attempt to find safety on the ocean front, and they spot Armstrong as dead as a nail. As Lombard acts, 
Hysterically, Vera takes his revolver from him and shoots him. One soldier boy is left. Vera, then full of guilt, hangs herself in her room where out of nowhere a rope and stool has appeared. Two murders were very interesting to me. The first one was Philip Lombard's. Vera Claythorne wrongly believed Lombard was the killer, and she shot the man with his own revolver. His connection to the poem is he got frizzled up in the sun. He was the man who left 21 East African tribesmen to die. The next one was Justice Wargrave. He was killed with the same revolver, but this time it was missing. There was no murder because he faked his death. He was invited to the island because he sent Edward Seaton to the death penalty when he was believed innocent. His connection to the poem was because he was in court or chancery. He died for wrongly accusing people. Justice Wargrave was the murderer. His intentions were to execute people who deserved to die in prison, but their crimes were not justified by the law. Wargrave manipulated the islanders' minds and controlled strings behind the scenes. The order of death was based on the islanders' guilt to their murder. Therefore, Marston cared the least, and Vera cared the most. Before I go, here is the weekly dad joke. What is Forrest Gump's password? The answer is... 1. Forrest 1. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to the Fantasy Football Legends podcast. This was a very interesting book by a spectacular author that has a fascinating storyline. See you guys next time. Yay!